Welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy. I'm here today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hi. Hello. And Andrea Smith, our technology guru extraordinaire. Hello. Hello. Uh, Today on the show, I feel like we've been kind of serious for a long time. (laughs) So what what with the pandemic and everything. Um, So today on the show, we're going to try something new. Um, We're going to talk about toys and having fun and how to have fun with your kids. I know. Play. Play and with your family virtually. Um, You know, maybe you're looking for educational stuff because you're realizing that your kids' school is not happening in person or you're just all sick of each other and you (laughs) need some new ideas on how to keep your kids busy or out of your hair. Um, so we are going to have Lori Schacht on the show. She's the chief toy officer at the Toy Insider. She is one of the premier toy experts, I think, in our country. If you hear her voice, you'll probably recognize her from her many appearances um, on the Today Show and Good Morning America and all that. She is going to talk all things toys with us and give us some great ideas. And then we will have our Bites of the Week. So we will be right back with Lori Schacht. School closures and the current pandemic have many parents unsure of what to do for their kids this fall. Our friends at FLS Tutors have launched a new program, Learning Pods. Learning Pods are small group classes that can be done in person or virtually, which can replace or supplement the classes being offered by regular schools. A few parents can get their children together to start a pod, and FLS Tutors will take care of the rest, including curriculum and accreditation. In-person classes can be conducted in a home, a backyard, even a park. Their aim is to ensure students still get a premium learning experience while minimizing risks. FLS Tutors is a premier educational services provider that also offers one-on-one tutoring, test preparation, credit recovery, and academic counseling. They've been family-owned since they started in 1986. You can find out more by going to www.flstutors.com. That's F as in Frank, L as in Lion, S as in Sam, tutors.com. And we're back with Lori Schack, Chief Toy Officer of the Toy Insider. What a great title, Lori. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thank you for having me. And yes, it is a fun title. It goes along with a pretty fun job. It sounds fun. So, you know, for those of us who are not as versed in the world of play, we need your help in kind of sorting through uh, play right now. It's such a weird time. Kids have been cooped up or they're just playing with the kids in their pods. And just like us, they're going a little stir crazy. So since we still have quite a bit of summer left, can you give us some ideas of toys that kids can play outside? Yeah. And, you know, it's not, it's one thing it is about getting those kids outside, but just like the grownups, we also have to keep social distancing in mind right now. So unless you're with, you know, your siblings or your closest friends that you've sort of been hanging with through this whole thing, there are a lot of great games that will get kids outside, but still allow for space. Um, And it's, it is hard to keep uh, children separated. Listen, it's it's hard for us, especially as women, I think, not to be hugging our friends if we see them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I have a couple of great favorites this summer. Um, one of them is a whole new twist on horseshoes. It's called Swingin' Shoes. It's made from, uh, it's by Fat Brain Toys. So 
You know the game of horseshoe. We all know that game. And by the way, that classic game is still a great game to play and also allows for social distancing. But yes. for swing and shoes, it's um, it's a, a hanging three-tiered platform that you're going to throw rubber shoes on, the rubber horseshoes. And you can hang this from anything. So if you're indoors, if it's a rainy day, hang it right between a door you know, in the doorway, uh, but outside, hanging on a branch, on a swing set, really anything, you're going to uh, take turns throwing those horseshoes onto the three platforms, the size changes. So depending on where it lands, depends on how many points you score. But it is a, a new twist on a great classic, and I, I just love it. Um, and, and, you know, when we talk about classics, think about tic-tac-toe. So all you really need is a piece of paper and a pencil. But Mattel has a different spin on that with toss-across. Again, kids can play from different sides of this toss-across platform. It all starts blank. Uh, it's like a little stand that sits on the ground. You're going to throw little bean bags at it and flip it to an X or an O. So the twist on this game is just because uh, you throw a beanbag and turn over an X does not mean when it's my turn, I can't turn that X right into an O. Oh. So those are right, great, fun, challenging, but classic games that no one's going to get bored of. Um, and I think the other important thing when you think about toys like that is it's good for every age. So parents and kids can play together. That's one of my questions. I mean, first of all, it's just fascinating about, you know, these new takes on classic games because those games are really forever, right? I mean, people have they been are. playing them. Yeah, and so to kind of update them, and, and it sounds like they're really great for social distancing, but one of my questions to you was going to be, you know, families that have kids of different ages, you know, how do you engage all the kids and get them to play together? Well, you know, when we're talking about kids three or four and up, the two games that I mentioned are, are perfect for them. Um, but there's lots of other things that makes everyone happy. Let's talk about water for a second. Um, you might have seen it. They're not new, but they have new colors and, you know, new fun ways to use it this year. But it's called Bunch of Balloons by Zuru. So all I can tell you is that I hated water balloons when my kids were little because I was the one who had to stick every single one of them under the sink faucet tie it up they're bursting in the house you know how that goes right mm -hmm. you remember those well I don't know I'm aging myself but I remember those days well um with bunch of balloons they're connected to these sticks a hundred balloons you attach it to a hose a water hose turn on the water in under 60 seconds you're going to blow up a hundred water balloons. Oh, and wow. They self seal. Now, I don't care how old you are, this is the perfect way to get everyone in on the action. All right, the littlest ones, maybe you're only going to throw those water balloons at their feet. But when it comes to the kids going after mom and dad, <laughs> this is a multi generational way to play. Um, and Zuru, the same company, also has a whole line of X shot blasters. And it is, they're all water blasters. But what I love about them is they have large openings. So you just dunk them in a, if you're by a pool, obviously you could play it in the water. But if you're just in the backyard, all you need is a big bucket of water. 
fills up in under a second. And then depending on which blush you have, you're just soaking everyone. And I just think that that is such a fun way, especially on these hot summer days, to really engage the entire family. You had me at self-sealing balloons. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> And then, you know, when we talk about being outside like that, Crayola chalk, and they've changed the shape of the chalk, which I love, because I can remember even when I was a kid playing with Crayola chalk in our long driveway, which had a little bit of a slope to it. So what happens? You're chasing your chalk all over the place. <laughs> but they've changed the shape. So it's now like a square shape. So you have amazing colors to choose from. Kids are outside. They're all being like little Picassos, painting, master, not painting, drawing their chalk masterpieces all over, or like those art fairs. Have you ever seen those chalk drawings? They come up in yeah. like this three, right? So practice for our little ones. But again, you know, the whole family can get in on the action. Draw hopscotch thing for everyone to play huge tic-tac-toe i mean classic easy stuff and also not expensive um you know the the it, it's tricky now you know some people are not working right now and you know you want these great things for the family but you don't want to be breaking the bank and i find that people are buying a lot for their kids because they're home they're home from camp school is still up in the air so you continue to bring new things into the house, but how do you do it without going crazy, you know? Without spending a lot of money. Right. So when you talk about some of these items, the balloons, you're getting them for $7.99. You know, the sidewalk chalk, you know, $4.99, $2.99, depends on the size of the package you get. But these are inexpensive ways to bring new fun into the house. And also, it sounds like very social distanced as well. I mean, you certainly can yes. draw chalk outside or play hopscotch and, and still maintain that, that good distance. Yep, absolutely. I saw a great video. I think it was on TikTok. I'm going to try to find it and link to it where this family set up like a hopscotch and other stuff on their sidewalk and put up a sign that like you couldn't pass without doing it. And they had they just filmed all of these random people passing by their house doing all these crazy things like you know, you have to turn and now you have to jump three times. It was it was great. People got so into it. That is so fun. You know, I think it's just great that people do come up with these creative ideas because we're living in these crazy times and it's stressful, not just for the adults, but I think it's just as stressful for the kids, not being out with their friends, not going to school, not going to camp. It's tough on everyone. So it's yeah. great when we can come up with cool ideas like that. That's great. Um, one of the things, you know, parents are trying to keep their kids in touch with their friends who they maybe aren't able to see right now and family, and of course, with grandparents who might be far away. So are there ways that families can stay connected through play, like maybe things that you can play over Zoom? There are. So um, there's a great, I'm going to go back to the classics, a great game called Uno. We all know it. <laughs> oh. And Mattel got very clever about it. So again, inexpensive game. You're talking about a couple of dollars. This is a game that everyone should have a deck. So if multiple families are playing, everyone does need the deck. But Mattel actually downloaded instructions so that you can play it on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. Doesn't matter how you're talking to everyone. The fact is, as long as you can see each other, you can play. 
Um, there's another game that I love called Pencil Nose. And for that one, it could be that only one person has the game, but everyone else is in teams. And with Pencil Nose, you actually need to draw a picture on this plexiglass, but you can only use your nose. And there's <laughs> there's special glasses that go along with this, so you could do it. But now the people on the other side are all guessing what you're drawing. So there are plenty of ways to come up with games like that. Um, lots of games to play online. And, you know, there's even fun games. There's a game that I play with my family. You don't need anything except to come up with the ideas. Uh, actually, you can find it online. It's called Stories with Holes. So you just, and if you haven't tried this, my kids, when they were teenagers, they're now all in their early 20s, um, taught me this game and I love it and I play it with my friends and it's really about one person tells a story and everyone else has to figure out what's missing and come up with the whole scenario so it's not always about going out and buying something either sometimes the best things are, are free you know it just makes me think you know I do have zoom chats with my my kids and my sisters, but we're not playing online. It sounds like it would be a really fun thing to just sit down and say, hey, let's sit down and play a round of Uno. Like just be together. Yep. Um, and it's surprisingly easy to play that. But you know, sometimes you also want to play with your family at home. So a couple of my favorites that are coming out soon that I'd love to share with you. Um, from Wowie, there's a game called Hands Full. So I have been playing this because I have an early prototype with my family. This is not a social distancing game at all. In fact, it's quite the opposite, which is one of the things that makes it so much fun. <laughs> um, so with Hands Full, I want you to think about Twister, but now it's it's this thing that you hold with your hands and you're going to have one to four players and the game is going to direct you on what colors to put your hand. Um, you're going to move your hands around. Then it's going to tell you to sit down or turn one color down. A little tough to explain without any visual on this, but I promise you when this comes out, which will be in the next month or so, um, it's definitely worth getting together with your family and playing. And another one that just came out is called Drone Home. So Drone Home is also a fun, great game. Um, you have two to four players on this one, and this one is available now. In the middle is a little drone, and you are trying to shoot your color into the bottom of that drone. <laughs> if you get it in, someone else is trying to knock it out quick because in a few seconds that drone will take off with your piece in it. And that's where you want to be. You want to be in the air with the drone. It only stays up for, uh, you know, for about a minute, but it is really fun. So lots of great ways to engage the entire family in the house on a rainy day as we get into cooler weather. Um, just so many fun games. Beyblade, you know, kids are used to sports camp and being competitive. So there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of new Beyblade arenas coming out, um, and it, you know they come with the tops and the the uh, you know the uh, the spinner. <laughs> this yeah, but you know the point is that 
there are so many pieces of our lives that are kind of missing right now. And these games could bring it in, could make us forget about the craziness in the world and just have fun, get a little competition in there. Uh, you know, all of that fun stuff that we're used to doing. And we're not used to even thinking about the fact that it might be missing. But right now it is. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it's true. The times when I've felt the most normal have been when I'm just doing something like that, you know, where I'm like, then when I'm done, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a pandemic. Like anything that can just make you escape that thinking for half an hour. Right, right. Well, so let's talk about the escape part. You know, sometimes it's about things that you could do all by yourself, too. And that could be anything from construction toys. So uh, Play Munster just came out with a brand new line called Snapships. And they come in small packages as inexpensive as $9.99. And then there's larger larger ones. But you're actually building these um, uh, these ships, these spaceships. And there's a whole storyline behind it. But kids are actually building. Each one gives you anywhere from two to four builds in one package. But it's engaging, and it keeps the kids busy. It keeps their hands busy, their minds busy. Um, and 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 any construction toy will give you that. You know, a big bucket of connects, a big bucket of Legos, the same kind of, you know, sit down, and suddenly the hours are passing, and you've just been relaxed and busy. There's a, a new company I found called Hand to Mind, and they have something called these sensory fidget tubes, and these are really cool. And they're, again, not expensive. Um, and these are for little ones, you know, three and older. So three, four, five. But it comes with four fidget tubes. It's got a gravity spinner, a calming glitter fidget tube. Um, and it really is about getting kids to focus, paying attention. But it's that whole relaxing thing. And I think right. as adults, we find it sometimes if we're coloring or doing puzzles. Have you guys done any puzzles through the well, pandemic? It's so funny. Everyone I know is doing paint by number. Like every <laughs> yep. adult I know is doing a paint by number project and loving it because it lets them just concentrate on it and not think about anything else. Yep, that's exactly it. I have never really been a puzzler. I was very ambitious. So the first one that I sat, I put out for my husband and I was 1,500 pieces. <laughs> it took us a long time. Like, wow, this is hard. But it was great. Um, we felt, felt we both felt like this sense of accomplishment when it was done. And we were so upset because there was one missing piece. And the funny story is when I finally cleaned out my vacuum, there it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I made it easier on us. And I went to a 750 piece, but he wasn't ready yet. So I did that one all by myself. So I considered that the same as doing the 1500 piece. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I did. It, it wouldn't be me if I didn't ask about tech toys. You know, parents are just stressing over their kids not getting enough learning or school time. Right. I mean, school uh, last in the spring was a disaster. Right. And now it might be virtual again. I know there's a ton of STEM toys on the market right now. Can you help us make sense of like what's right? I mean, do you really want to give a three year old a STEM toy? And what's you know, where do you start with that? You'd be surprised at how early some of this actually begins. Um, so kids as young as three years old are learning things like coding. Um, 
learning resources. Let, let's start with a cash register, their pretend and play cash register. It is all about learning to play with money. It's about um, taking that money out of the cash register and, you know, mom and dad even like putting, you know, a cookie costs this much or clean your room and we'll give you this much. It's such an early education into money. So, you know, STEM toys, science, technology, uh, engineering and mathematics is not always hard. I mean, the, the beautiful thing about these toys is that it makes that whole learning process fun. When we're talking about engineering, we're talking about some of the toys I already mentioned, um, the new line of Snapships, your Legos, your Connects, your Lincoln Logs, all of that is understanding how to build a structure how to make it stand. It's all trial and error. So kids are learning while they do that. Coding begins really as trial and error. Kids have to learn to make things move. They have to use arrows. I mean, it's the beginning part of learning a coding language. And Botley 2.0 is a coding robot for kids as young as five years old. Basically, there's up to 150 coding steps that kids actually put into Botley and they create obstacle courses. Have they coded it right? Well, they're gonna watch the different courses they've created to see if this robot can actually move through. Um, so it is a great way for kids to get into something in a really fun way that they're going to use the rest of their life. You know, uh, it, you know, if someone asked me about coding, I would be like, what, what language is that? <laughs> but for these kids, think about it. They really need to grow up knowing how to do this. We, I never lived on a computer as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, um, but they do. Well, that's the great thing about um, coding toys, because it's not necessarily that you want your kid to grow up to be a coder. It just teaches a certain way to think. It teaches you to think in in logical stages and, um, you know, make sure that that everything is connected to the thing behind it. it it's just it's it's wiring your brain in a certain way. It's not necessarily saying you're going to grow up to be a computer coder. That's exactly right. it. It is. It's just getting them ready because it is the world that we live in. And if they understand it, it's it's so cool because <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever understand some of it, but it does begin with this trial and error, you know, coding critters also by educational insights for children even younger and just getting these little critters in a playground to move in the right direction. I mean, it really is pretty awesome. Um, I, I did. I saw a demo actually of Botley 2.0 at uh, your event at Sweet Sweet. Ah, and, yes. Um, I, and uh, I mean, you know, I've seen these toys evolve over time and it really is, you know, it seems so simplistic, but it really is just about introducing the concept. And I think most kids think a game, a toy is you win. And what's so fascinating about these coding toys is that it's not about winning. It's about understanding and it's about getting it wrong and failing. And part of the game is just to keep trying. Yes. And to me, that's that's really the important skill to be teaching kids. You're absolutely, you're 100% right. Um, because when they do this, 
it it's almost like, and I'm so glad you brought up Sweet Sweet at home because we had to go virtual. And one of the biggest parts of it was all of the testing that developers had to do to make sure they did it right before we <laughs> went live. So that is the advanced version of what our kids are doing as mm -hmm. children, right? <laughs> <laughs> What about older kids and preteens? What kinds of um, coding toys, I guess, are available for them? Well, there's a lot available, but, you know, let, let's jump over to things like engineering um, for older kids. So there's a company called 3Doodler. I'm not sure if you had a chance to see them, mm -hmm. um, but they do a whole create and learn. And now they have create and learn from home. They're actually getting very involved in um, creating objects and making it more, it was always an educational toy, but a little bit more now that so many kids are home from school. So for this one, it's really 3D printing. Um, kids learn how to make art. They learn how to design objects, build models, and essential, and they can even fix things around the house, by the way, because what you have is a pen. You put plastic in, they make versions for younger children, but the create, the Three Doodler Create is for kids 14 and older. Uh, the tip does get hot, but because of the type of pen it is, it allows for a lot of different materials to be used. So plastic, wood, I mean, there's some beautiful materials that, that you can use for this. And they can use templates. They can actually draw in the air. I mean, it's pretty amazing all of the things that they can do. Um, and it's it's just a pen. It's it's 3D printing exactly, you know, what you expect it to be. This is great. This has been wonderful. I think it's going to be really helpful for parents to uh, keep their kids busy for the next month or two of hot summertime and uh, <laughs> sure also get them ready to transition back into the school year, which hopefully there will be a school year. <laughs> so well, we hope so. Yes. Oh, so we'll have a link on our site to the Toy Insider where you can find links to all the items Lori talked about. Lori, thank you so much for joining us today and stay safe and stay sane. <laughs> thank you. You too. Thank you for having me. And we'll be right back with our Bites of the Week. Parents, you might feel like your kid's summer vacation started way early this year. You've probably been home together doing the same thing you've been doing since April. There's been no difference between school, summer, and now school again. But let's talk about what you can do. You can do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. You can't believe what they can build with KiwiCrate. KiwiCrate are these really cool projects. They come in the mail for your child every month. There are science, technology, art, crafts. For every kid on your list, there is a Kiwi Crate. My seven-year-old niece loves her Kiwi Crate. First of all, she looks forward to getting it every month. Second of all, she's built all these really cool projects like little robots and little turtles and coding. And my sister loves it because it means she doesn't have to be hands-on teaching my niece for that period. My niece can do all the things by herself that's in Kiwi Crate, keeps her occupied and off the screen. KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash parenting. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash parenting. We are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy, what do you have? Okay, well, you know, it can't be all goodness and light and fun and toys. Um, I'm going back to covid 
Um, there is a really, really, really good article in The Cut online, um, you know, New York Magazine, and it is not behind a paywall, so everybody can read it. And it's by Emily Oster, and it's titled, All Your COVID-19 Questions Answered, Sober, Simple, Science-Backed Advice for Managing the Risks. Because now a lot of us are moving into the next stage where we're just trying to figure out, you know, if you've been locked down for months, what can you start doing now? What is safe? What is still crazy to do? How do you measure those risks? How do you make those decisions? And she just has some really good, straightforward advice for handling those risks. No, that's cool. I like those because they help you just assess things but you can also when you're arguing with someone else just send them that yeah. and be like this is why I'm not doing that with you so well, stop asking me I mean it's such it it's great questions like I want to see two friends of mine does it make more sense to see them one at a time or both together stuff like that you know right. it's it's so helpful no that's really good um okay Andrea what do you have Okay, so along the lines of toys, um, as Lori said, I did go to her sweet, sweet event where she has um, a lot of companies come in and show the new toys. And it was virtual this year, and it was very cool. And I much preferred doing it sitting at home on my butt in front of my laptop <laughs> than walking a showroom floor. Um, but as usual, VTech had a bunch of cool stuff. And I don't know if you guys remember, but years ago, I mean, I remember doing this on WABC TV as one of my segments. So it must have been over 15 years ago. Um, VTech came out with their um, VTech Kitty Zoom camera. It was like the first kid camera. It was big and plastic and chunky. And I'm it, you know, pretty sure I had that for Jake. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone had it. Well, they've evolved over the years. They've they've had a lot of iterations of it. Um, but they've now made the VTech Kitty Zoom Creator Cam. And I thought it was so cool because, you know, everyone shoots video now on their phone and everyone wants to, you know, make their own video and edit it. And it, so it's a little camera and it comes with a selfie stick it comes with a tabletop tripod. It comes with a green screen hmm. and kids can start creating their own little movies. And, you know, it doesn't actually have a lot of storage. So you have to you'll have to get a micro SD card because it comes with a slot that can hold more storage. Um, but what I like about this is it's accessible. It's got editing built right in. But there's no Wi-Fi. So kids can't upload anything oh, out of the camera. It is good. safe. Yes, they can't just like make a video and post it to Instagram or YouTube. It's all got to go, you know, through the camera to be uploaded to a computer, ostensibly for a parent to look at it before it gets taken anywhere <laughs> or um, sent anywhere. But it's got the green screen, you know, and it's got all the tools that kids need. And I think it's so fun because kids, you know, they love to create, they love to do this. And, you know, why not give them something that they're not going to get into trouble with? So it's about 60 bucks. Um, and it's just lots of fun. And I love to see VTech um, continuing this iteration of that kitty zoom line. That's great. Yeah, that's great. It's so funny, all those brands from when my kids were little, like VTech and LeapFrog, mm -hmm. just to see how yeah. they've evolved or haven't evolved. Oh, it's just memories. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, um, Rebecca. 
So my bite this week um, is a Twitter, I don't know what you call it, Twitter feed, a Twitter handle. Thread. Thread. <laughs> it's not oh. a thread. It's, no, it's, it's oh, the account. account. It's a Twitter oh. account. Um, accidentally left wing. And <laughs> <laughs> it is basically just takes tweets from super right wingers who are trying to make a very right wing point that completely make the opposite point. <laughs> Um, and are totally left wing. So the owner of the account, I mean, I think people send them to him now, you know, everything or her, I don't know if it's a him or her behind it, but, um, they just repost them with a comment like, yep, that's true. Like, (laughs) yep. Like, you know, it's like crazy things like, you know, people were getting $600 a week in pandemic on insurance. And yet we expect our seniors to live on $1,200 a month for social security. And he was like, uh, yeah, exactly. Thanks for making my argument for me. (laughs) Exactly. So if you enjoy (laughs) that sort of thing. Self-owns. Yes. It is so um, super fun. It's like a really good break in the middle of the day just to go through and laugh your butt off and like inevitably want to share half the screenshots (laughs) with people. But I highly recommend it. My teenage daughter is the one who showed it to me because she was just laughing her ass off in a corner on the couch. I'm like, what is going on? And that was what it was. Yeah. And Rebecca told me about this, like, I don't know, a week ago. I know. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait till today. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) And I, I immediately told my son about it. And he was like, I've been following them forever. I'm like, and you what? didn't tell me? Like, why? how could you keep this from me? I was insulted. So funny. So anyway, that is my bite of the day. Something you can do when you have a free moment or waiting on one of the endless lines we now have to wait on. You can just peruse that. Um, that is our show for today. We will have links to everything we talked about at parentingbites.com. Of course, on facebook.com slash parentingbites, you can leave us messages you will find links to all of the shows as well please rate review subscribe and share wherever you are listening to us and until next week happy parenting bye 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 Hey, this is our Parenting Bites disclaimer. Everything we talk about on the show is our own opinion. Any products we recommend, it's our own personal recommendation for entertainment purposes only. If you buy something through our affiliate links or you just happen to buy or see or read or watch something that we've recommended, it's at your own risk.